Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Parenting Club. Hello and welcome to a brand new podcast, The Club, Hong Kong's parenting podcast with me, Justine Garrett. And myself, Bapapani. So we're going to be talking about the world of parenting and navigating being a parent in Hong Kong. Um, You'll know this if you've ever walked around in 30 degree heat. 100% 100% humidity with a baby strapped to you, or you've ever had to navigate the streets of Central with a pram, or you've ever wanted to kiss the feet of your helper on a Monday morning <laughs> when she comes to take your kids from you. Oh, 100% <laughs> testify. Like, Monday's the new Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, look, let's face it, Hong Kong is a mental place, you know, even without kids. Uh, sometimes, sometimes more so as an Asian expat, right? Um, the podcast is called The Club, and the reason why it's called The Club, that anyone from any walk of life can be a member of the club. All you need to have is a kid. So as long as you've birthed a child or fathered a child, welcome to The Club. <laughs> okay, so our first episode is called The Initiation, Getting Preggers. We're going to be talking about what you need to do to get into the club, and it's not as easy as you think. Speak for yourself. Uh, <laughs> don't want to brag, but you had to have sex twice. And, uh, had sex the third time the other month and uh, got another one on the way. So. Your lucky wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what is your family sitch at home? Um, no, my situation at home is um, I have a, a loving wife who is the breadwinner, thankfully. Mm. Um, and I've got two boys, seven and four. And Bablet number three is on the way in a month's time. So that's that's three. And and like all good expats in Hong Kong, I have an amazing live-in help mm-hmm. um, who who basically has reared the second child. Because, <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm the firstborn. My wife's the firstborn. So us firstborn stick together the firstborn club. Yeah. And the second one can just piss off. 100%. Yeah. So, the second so, ones are boring. Yeah. You've seen it all before. Exactly. Oh, walking, great. Yeah. Funny words, great. Great, whatever. Seen it all. Trying to be cute. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it's, it's working now because the seven-year-old is not cute anymore. Like, 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 he, he's transitioned from stopping being cute. He's, he's, he's now adorable, mm. but he's not cute. Mm. Whilst the other one, is he's still cute. But your middle one knows his, his life's over as, he, as yeah. he knows it. Yeah, he knows it. Yeah. He knows it. In about a month's time, Bablet number three is there. <laughs> 
And at that point... And he's neither the firstborn nope. or the cute baby. Nope. <laughs> and our our amazing living help will have to deal with the, with, the, with Babylon number three. And he's going to be cast aside with no loving parent. <laughs> a brother that's constantly tormenting him. And, and the knowledge that there is a newer model on the scene. And yeah, I feel for him. See the years of therapy or is, you know, it's going to shape his character growing up. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. As long as it doesn't kill us, um, I'm going to take the success. Um, How are you? What's your situation? So I'm a single mum. I have two kids, five and three. Um, a little boy and a little girl. The pigeon pair. Pid- what? Is that, isn't that what they say? The perfect pair? Oh, right. <laughs> I, I never imagined a pair of pigeons being perfect. <laughs> I, I think I've made that up. Yes, I would. I would. At some point, someone's going to give a phone number to Watson stories of of your kids. But if you've ever heard of the term pigeon pair, please WhatsApp us. <laughs> and it's probably just going to be Justine WhatsApping this line. So I've heard of this anonymous. <laughs> like a pigeon pair, but then a perfect, a perfect pair, perfect pigeon pair. Well, I've been saying that for years, and no one's corrected me. So. I don't know if you're the idiot or I'm the idiot. So, or you don't have friends, <laughs> and you just be saying this to yourself. So, we'd Google this if we were in a normal situation. Yeah, hundred percent going to this one. <laughs> um, I live in Discovery Bay. Don't judge me too hard. I know. I mean, you just came with a pigeon pair. So. <laughs> I love it, and I don't know what that says about me. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the poorest person that lives there. <laughs> I'm in the ghetto of DB, to be honest. There's a ghetto in DB? Yeah. A bicycle was stolen recently. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty rough around there. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I got pregos, I was like, get me to DB <laughs> ASAP. <laughs> I, I've gone to DB and I can see the attraction of DB. Mm-hmm. There is something nice about just being in that self-contained bubble. Yep. Yeah, away from everybody. We all end up there eventually. You will, you will be there. <laughs> <laughs> you might think you won't, but you, you'll, you're going to end up there. All right. Well, <laughs> best buy a car, so I've got, so, <laughs> got some keys to throw into the ball. <laughs> it's actually golf cart keys. If you're going to oh, be oh, on DB true, true, and swinging, true. that's that's what we do. Okay, good, good to yeah, know. Good yeah. To know. Where did that rumor come from? And um, probably the truth. I don't know. <laughs> So, Bav, tell me, yeah. why did you decide to have kids? And so, h- how did you do it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so the why is that, um, like, I always wanted kids, right? So, like, that's the one thing I always wanted. And um, I think my father-in-law, like, uh, he kind of said to me, he goes, look, Bav, um, there were two times to have kids. There's a shit time to have kids mm. and a really shit time mm. to have kids. And, and that was like, yeah. That makes that makes a lot of sense, and and it was like one of those things. Like, look, rationally, it was one of the things we wanted to do, and we decided, look, let's just let's just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were, you know, young at that point. Like, I guess not young by our parents' standards, but young amongst our peer group standards. Like, like she was twenty nine, I was thirty, mm-hmm. and we thought, look, let's just do it now. We'll get the kids out of the way, and then by the time we're in our mid thirties, we'll have had our, we'll have had our kids. Our friends, they'll just be starting out and then we can just go, ha ha, losers. Mm. You have no idea the pain you're going to go through <laughs> and we're through the other side. That was the logic. But then you had number three, then so had number three, yeah. you've ruined that. I mean, the plan was to have them two years apart. 
I found myself in two years apart, so they would be done by now. But like when the, once the first one was like one, and like I remember this New Year's Eve, twenty fourteen. My wife and I looked at each other and said, "Okay, if we, if we want to have another one, we should probably start trying now." Was and, that your idea? It was like tonight's the night. Well, if you if you want another baby. Well, it... we were kind of just we were, we were both. <laughs> I think we we're both broaching this conversation, knowing that neither of us wanted to do this. Mm. But we kind of said, "Look, if we're gonna go ahead with this, then 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 we kind of should start trying." Mm. And we kind of said, "No, let's make 2015 the year of fun," and we did, and it was fantastic. But it just meant that there was a three year age gap between mm. Babylon number one and Babylon number two, mm. and then we wanted to have this one, and it was just like, ah. Eh, uh, we'll get around to it. We'll get around to it. And then, yeah, I mean, COVID hit and we had more time on our hands. And um, <laughs> and we thought, well, might as well just do it now. We're not going anywhere. We're not mm. doing anything. This mm. probably is the right time to bash one out. P- no, that's P- the one. P in the V? Yeah, P on the V. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you guys got pregnant the, the classic way? Yeah, yeah, very much. Textbook all the way um <laughs> not even adventurous positions or anything this was this was your standard in out operation yeah very efficient got the job done yeah yeah couple couple of rounds and, uh, <laughs> and it was done that's yeah. all you need it's well it's all i need but it's i mean it's, it's good i'm glad we've done it I'm glad mm. we've got them now, and yeah, fine. There's a third one on the way, but it'll be out soon. I mean, your life's already over, so a third, right. a third one's not gonna ruin it anymore. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. How about you? What was your What was your deal? Um, I just felt the clock a ticking, but I actually was young like you. I was thirty. I was the first out of all my friends, but I just honestly, I just it was like hormones took over, and I just felt like I was ready. I'd been married for five years already. Oh yeah, yeah. So, oh, so snapsies, we got yeah, we got married snapsies. early as well. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. I got okay. young, got married young. Um, had the first one, and then the second was a whoops, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> a a happy ne- accident. I've never understood this, right? Like how how does a how does it how do you have an accidental baby? Alcohol. No, I see what you're saying because it's like surely you know, you're two adults, you know what you're doing. Like right. these things happen, but. I just I don't think we expected it to happen. I don't know. I think we were just drunk. Right, fair enough. <laughs> and which was your favourite? Um, Harrison the boy. Yeah, <laughs> the oldest. Yeah, yeah. My second's. I don't know. She's winning her way into my heart, though. I have to say. Yeah. She's 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 mega cute. Yeah. Yeah, she's winning me over. <laughs> <laughs> In any particular form, has she has she has she mastered a certain? Has she done some observations on you and figured out that this this is what mom wants? Yeah. Well, she. I just watch her and I'm like, where she got that from? And then I find myself doing that exact same. Like she, when she's having a little go, she puts her hand on the hips. Yeah. And the other day I was shouting it. Well, not shouting, <laughs> but like having a go. I had my hand on my hips and I was like, oh man, that's exactly where she's got it from. Maybe I just see her as like a little me, probably like a little feisty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so much attitude, but yeah. she's just. Um, I have to say, girls, I feel like are natural born flirts. Yeah. Like she's so different around men. Oh like, really? She's really like got attitude with me, and then as soon as the man's around, she's all like fluttering her eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> Get everyone wrapped around a little finger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is your third um, a girl? No, 
It's another boy. <laughs> oh, gutted. No, I am. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's a statue of me being built in India as the, <laughs> as the guy that fathered three sons. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's thoroughly disappointing. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, don't worry, I will love it when it comes out and, and it's not going to go up for adoption. But, I, I mean, there will be a part of me that will always look at it thinking... I wish you were a girl. I wish you were a girl. Yeah. Yeah. So when you, so 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 so, so like um, I know it was like for my wife when she first when she peed on the on the actual stick and, and realized <laughs> what was happening. What was that reaction when you first saw first realized what 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 happened? I was actually living in Lama at the time. Wow. Yeah. So You're really painting a picture of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so I lived in Lama, so I had to go into the IFC to go buy a, a test. So yeah. I, I found out in the IFC toilet. So hang on, let me go straight. The, 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 there was no Mannings on Lama. Oh no, there's nothing. No, which I quickly realised after I had a baby, realised you couldn't buy nappies or formula or anything that you actually need to have a baby. So I got myself straight to DB. <laughs> yeah, but um, my feeling was like such elation. I have to say, like it was, it was thrilling. And I think now, all these years later, realising how hard it is for so many people and how easy that was for us. Yeah. Um, like we were only trying for like a couple months, not even like really trying. Yeah. You know, so I think um, I can imagine for some people it just being like such a hard like journey and trying to trying to get to that point. So I'm like very grateful that I had that yeah, easy go. Same as you, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What was that first conversation like? Like because you were clearly in the IFC, <laughs> in the IFC with your with your stick. Um, so what did you do next? Did you just ring up your partner and say, uh, I've got some news for you? Or did you do how did you break that news? So I bought a little pair of baby shoes. And I met him for lunch and I gave gave him like this present over the table, like, surprise. <laughs> and he ran off. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was thrilled. But, you know, it's like you're thrilled, but you're like bewildered at the same time. Yeah. You're just like, what's happening? <laughs> I can't drink anymore. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like the worst part of it, the, the first 12 weeks where you can't tell anybody. Yeah. And then you go to parties and say, oh, yeah, what, what do you want to drink? I would like a gin and nothing. I would actually like nothing. I would like just a tonic. It's <laughs> a so straight up tonic. So how was that like in terms of just, just getting through those first 12 weeks? Well, I was severely ill. I had like horrendous morning sickness. So it was so obvious. Like I couldn't even try hide it. It was right. just, it was so obvious to everyone around me. First of all, mm, she's not drinking. <laughs> <laughs> That's not like it. It's nine o'clock and she's, <laughs> she's sober. And second of all, I was just... I got so used to throwing up that I would almost just, I'll be walking and talking and have a little bag and just, and then just keep talking. Sorry, as I was saying, and just keep talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> so so you got so used to throwing up that you had a little bag with you to just... It wasn't the same bag the whole pregnancy. There were there were different bags. Like, what did it, what were your friends saying? Like, during those first 12 weeks where you just, just you know, say, oh, I'm going to give bulimia a go. Like, what was going on? They were just like, just couldn't look at me. They were just like, retching. I was like, oh. <laughs> Everyone was so disgusted. What can I do? That's that's. I've not heard. I mean, wow. Okay. Really? Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Well, no, I heard of morning sickness. Have you, not, have you not heard of like severe morning sickness? I've not heard it to this level where where you you would be so com well not comfortable but so ingrained into your into your day that's happening so frequently that this would be a measure you would take. Yeah, it was bad. I was sick for nine months, oh, like wow. the whole way. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. That is that is. Tough. <laughs> it's okay. It's over now. Also, also with the second one, or was it um, the first one? So with the second one, I was sick for about three months 
Okay. And then it went. So much better. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah 100%. Was your wife sick? Um, no, she's been... I think I think for hers, it's the other way around, where she's benefited from really good pregnancies. Like, it's been like a genuine breeze for her. Mm. What's been the hard part is the labor. Mm. That's been that's oh, no. been the hard part. And and both times so far has led to graphic description warning people. Um has led to like significant blood loss. Oh. So like almost like like one liter, one point two liters worth oh, of blood. Man, so there's scary. like when you're back onto iron tablets, you know, you mm. need stitches and stuff. So it's mm. it's the pregnancy and like mm. yeah thankfully like both both times like the NHS was fantastic mm. and this time we're gonna try doing it in Hong Kong on the Matilda, which would be a new experience. Ooh, Hotel Matilda. I can't wait to try that. <laughs> Apparently they have a champagne menu. I, I <laughs> yeah. Look forward to my health insurance company not accepting that invoice. <laughs> you have to put it on your credit card first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Surely they'll cover this. You get the mile. We'll get the mile for this. <laughs> like uh, $500 steak. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, that part was like the, the bit that, that kind of and the thing is like that for, from a guy's perspective um, and this could just be me from a guy's perspective like that like being in the in the in the delivery room uh, especially for the first time, like I had no idea what was going on. No. There were just bleeps and sounds and people rushing mm. in and out, injecting her with stuff, then rushing out again. And I was kind of going, do you want to watch another episode of 30 Rob? Uh, <laughs> can I go down to Marks and Spencer's and get you a sandwich? You know, like, <laughs> like, 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 like that was that was all I could do. And the weird thing it was like my wife's mum, she's the head of pediatrics for the hospital that Hello. she works in. Um, in the US and then so she was there for the pregnancy and also in the delivery room with my wife I will ask you the question on how you would feel mm. about your mum being there but like for me it was really good that she was there mm. because she was mm. the head of pediatrics so I was going what's going on she was going don't worry about it I was going okay going, I, I won't yeah and I went <laughs> and she went don't worry they're doing everything the way I would do it I went okay yeah but yeah she was there for the first two so she won't be here for this one um but yeah it was it was definitely definitely the the labour part that's where my wife uh, mm. struggled the most mm. yeah so what is the one thing that has surprised you most about kids, birth, pregnancy? I guess for the, for the first one, it was just the complete unknowing of the whole thing. Yeah. And the thing that surprised me was just how much your life changes mm. after it comes out. Mm. Like, it's, it's like trying to explain to someone what a brand new primary color is. <laughs> like, you just can't. Like, unless yeah. you've seen and experienced it, there is no words on this planet that can explain mm. the seismic shift and change in your lifestyle and your world and your just a way of existence mm. that 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 one brings out and then suddenly everything changes like all the stuff that you think is important that matters like well i guess a second important to keeping this one alive and that that one like i like it took me a year a year to come to terms with the fact that i was a dad Mm. And that was tough for my wife. It was it, it was just psychologically damaging like to say, I can't go out for drinks anymore. Yeah. I can't just make plans. Mm. I can't just go out and go on this trip because we don't we need to spend the money on the bit on the baby. It's like, no. like all of that, like I'm gonna have to buy a car. Like like all of that was just <laughs> The baby needs a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just that. That the, the how much your life changes and like no men, no books no reading no and that was working with the nct thing no members of joining the nct group who are going to give you information no planning can prep you for how seismic of a change that is no but do you think if someone tries to tell you all this stuff that you'd still go ahead with it and you, you like would you listen to them like no <laughs> like, <I'm> so, like, <laughs> like like no like like none of it like it's just you can't even comprehend it no. like it's 
I don't think I don't think there's anything that anyone could tell you. Yeah. That... And I think you almost think like you're going to be able to do it better. Yeah. You're like, oh, they had a bit of a rough time with their kid. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they would, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, it was like the like loss of freedom of like I can't just go for dinner. I I, I thought I would like have this life where I could just bring the baby everywhere. Yeah. Sure, I'll come for dinner, just strap the baby on, like like earthy mum, yeah. and then it getting to six o'clock and the baby losing its shit, yeah. and being like, I I can't be at this restaurant full of young people me like trying to nurse a child like over my like $200 ravioli okay I'm gonna have to take a step back I'm not I can't be that young cool mom that I thought I was gonna be there's there's gotta be a and you start doing things that are just easy I thought I was gonna do all this like we're gonna go traveling and do all this stuff and we did do a bit but I was like this is hard yeah (laughs) this is too hard (laughs) no I'm with you on that I'm with you on that like I think after a while we kind of just leaned into it Mm. and we're kind of going Actually, I can't be asked to go out. Hello. Yeah, baby's not well. <laughs> Just... It's got a fever. Got a fever. Yeah, I've yeah. used that a few times. Yeah, you it's have been to. throwing up a lot. But yeah, and, but you really got to find out who your actual friends were mm. versus the people that were just friends of convenience. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, you're my booze friends. So mm. we will only see each other when we're getting plastered. Yeah. But like these other people, mm. okay, you actually are vested in the kid and you're going to come over and visit. Mm. But like, I mean, I was like, that was kind of interesting, slightly surprising. Mm. Actually, it wasn't surprising on who stuck around and who didn't, but like mm, it was. Yeah. Uh... Do you not find you have a lot of like couple friends? They come over to like suss it out <laughs> to see if like could we do this? <laughs> like they come and like see how bad it is. And yeah. Like oh, maybe we could do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think on the back of my wife and I having kids because we're the first we're the first born in our respective families. Mm. None of her siblings have had kids, mm. and I think it'd be a while before they. I, I know one of them probably won't and mm. one of them well we'll see how long it takes before they do mm. but they've all got dogs uh, <laughs> yeah. and my brother he's not having kids yeah. so like uh, I think we've done our job for humanity yeah you know? yeah. we've taken out we're fine we've, we've got three kids but on the back of us we probably denied another six being born so <laughs> carbon negative <laughs> Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> Mastermind Kids Questions. 
so onto our weekly segment of mastermind questions we're going to be chatting about the difficult questions that our kids have asked us oh god nothing tests how little you know about stuff you thought you know until a kid asked you a question about it yeah don't you wonder why you didn't listen in science I don't think science would have helped me. <laughs> I, I mean, there are questions that they just throw out and I have no idea where they get the questions from. I'm going to blame YouTube, but it, <laughs> it, it just makes you just sit there and go, I, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. I know. And they, they test your, your own values. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the other morning, um, my son woke me up 6am, yeah. which is nice. Oh, I mean, he's um, got a lion. That's nice. <laughs> I'm jealous. So he's standing in the darkness right next to my head, right next to my bed, um, with his little voice. Yeah. Ask me, mummy, who is God? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So nothing like a morning philosophical question. <laughs> what, what was what was the answer? Well, after the initial, oh, what is Harrison? What time is it? What's going on? What What are you doing? Um, I t- took a few seconds and all I could come up with is he's a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and did he did he question what Avengers movie God's been in? <laughs> um, or which, is he DC? Like, did, did he have any follow-up questions that you had to you know, answer? On he that? didn't have time. I got, the, got him the hell out of my room before I had to answer any more questions. And he just left, just happy, happy as Larry with that answer. <laughs> no, not ha- I gave him his iPad. Oh, good. That's what they're for. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Just Google it. The Hong Kong Parenting Club. We have Kyoko here joining us from the comfort of her own socially distanced home. She's an expectant mum here in Hong Kong. Welcome, Kyoko. Thank you. I hope we haven't scared you off too much. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So tell us about yourself. Tell us your story. Um, How long have you been in Hong Kong? Oh, man. Okay. Um, I am 30 weeks, 31 weeks pregnant, uh, due in a couple months. Uh, My partner and I came January 2020, about a week before... Chinese New Year slash Hong Kong shutting down for COVID. Um, we were on holidays and we decided to come to Hong Kong because I had never been here after Bali and we were en route to China and we never left. He got a job and we decided to stay through Chinese New Year's and then go back to Shanghai, pack him up and move. Um, obviously that never happened. <laughs> So it was a new start for us. And And then um, when did you find out you were pregnant? So we were here. And then, of course, um, unless you're living under a rock, you know how the world unfolded last year. It's just a lot of unpredictable moments. So uh, it kind of went down into the fall and we've decided to get married. So we got married in September here. um, And (laughs) we got married. And so I was like on the route of being like, I'm going to be legal. I am going to be able to apply for real jobs. Um, I'm going to be able to start my life as a full functioning human in Hong Kong. And a week after I got married, I found out I was pregnant. So it was a big bang boom of of a lot of holy shit moments. Um, Nothing... You know, they always say that you can never be prepared, but I was beyond 
I couldn't even have planned it if I tried that way, even getting married um, and the whole shebang. So it's, it's been a ride and I'm very fortunate at the same time. I had a lot of issues uh, with my ovaries over the last 10 years. I've had surgery. Um, I've had every issue you can possibly imagine. So it never thought that it was going to be this easy for me. So um, it's a blessing in disguise, right. but there was um, a lot of holy fuck moments going on. Tell me more about your pregnancy. How's it going? How have you been feeling? Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I would love to say it's been a bundle of joy, but I was deathly, deathly ill for the first four and a half months. I didn't leave my house from, I wasn't able to leave my house. It's not even that I wanted to. Um, from October till mid-February, it was 24-7 of honestly like having food poisoning every single day um, or the worst tequila hangover. That's how sometimes I like describe it to friends. I And Hong Kong is, you know, we were even speaking about this, the smelliest city ever when your nose is just on fuego. So it was a huge struggle. I was crying in the morning, begging Tim not to go to work, just like, don't leave me. And he was like, I have to go to work. So um, the first half of my journey so far uh, was, I hope nobody has that experience. Like I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy to be completely honest. So I, I had it as well. And honestly, it was traumatizing. Like I would, I would vomit about six times before I even got to work. Oh, um, it and like you said, Hong Kong is the smelliest city on earth. It's so hard to have that. That's terrible. Sickness in Hong Kong, like everything stinks, and like yeah. you get a ta- taxi driver drives like crazy. Like the whole thing is oh. like not being pregnant. It's quite a hard city anyway. Um, so yeah, I feel you. I I had it for nine months, and it was. Horrendous. Oh yeah, that would be terrible. Even at the beginning of the pregnancy, you you don't look pregnant, right? Like you think you look pregnant because your genes are held together with an elastic band at the bottom because you're refused to buy maternity genes, but nobody thinks you're pregnant. So you're just that person who's like super sick. And then of course, especially with this climate, the moment you don't look well, people are like, oh no. It's COVID. She's sweating. She, you know, like, <laughs> it's like you have the plague. So I don't know. Maybe it would be easier. I don't know if you looked a little bit more pregnant, but it was it was a whole boat of emotion. I tell you. So how how's it been like being pregnant through COVID? I mean, how's it worked in terms of like hospital? You're you're giving birth um, at Queen Mary, right? At the um, the local hospital yeah. here. You think your pregnancy would have been different if, if there um, wasn't COVID around? I think yes and no. Um, I started at the very beginning, I was seeing a private doctor uh, just so I could have ultrasounds because they don't really exist in the public system other than like your 20 weeks um, structural scan. So at the very beginning for the first couple months, I was seeing a private doctor just so I could carve out time to really see the same person and go through kind of the early qualms and ask those questions. Um, and then I transferred into the public system around like 18 weeks at my pregnancy, right before the 20 weeks began. Uh, so I would say that COVID has affected it more on 
the anxiety <laughs> of you know, the uncertainty, especially when I was pregnant at the beginning, I had to prepare myself for giving birth in a foreign country all by myself with no family and potentially no partner. So I think the anxiety of the uncertainty of, am I going to do this alone? I was going to appointments by myself, um, you know, FaceTiming Tim into my ultrasounds. So it does take away, I guess, from the intimacy of your pregnancy, especially with your partner, or having the certainty that my family was going to fly in, my mom would be here to help me. Um, So I think on the mental preparation, I think it affects it. Um, The public hospital, the level of care, though, um, I don't think waivers, if not, they are being more cautious and have put more protocols in. So it's it's a give and take. Um, I'm not going private. So I think that's a totally different experience because you're really getting what you pay for. Um, and they're really catering to your needs and what's in your package. <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't know, but I don't really have anything to compare it to as well. So I'm just kind of... I'm trying not to be overprepared because I think it just stresses me out, to be honest. So, yeah, I never thought about it in terms of, like, your hospital appointments. Like, you, you, your partner wasn't allowed to go in with you. You had to do everything so on your own. it was weird because when I went – when I was seeing my doctor for the ultrasounds, um, my partner – like, Tim wasn't allowed in with me. And then um, he has been allowed – like to, he was allowed into the registration stuff for the public, but there were some moments where they still asked him to leave. So with his work schedule and then with the waiting times and stuff, it was just almost easier to have him not come um, because he would literally be there for two seconds and then they ask him to leave automatically. Uh, so he would just be waiting in the waiting room, especially for giving birth. Um he will be allowed to be there, but no visiting hours. Uh, he's not allowed other uh, in other than when I'm actively giving labor. So all that time before we're we're split up, uh, and he'll have to have a negative COVID test. But he's not allowed in until my tests come back positive. So or sorry, negative. <laughs> so even if um, we go in and he's negative and my test takes four hours to come back and something happens and I give birth, he won't be there. So even the timing of active birth and active labor with COVID, um, it really depends on the length of it and the timing of it. So we have to be prepared for maybe him only coming in afterwards or picking me up in the parking lot three days later. We don't know. Um, I'm in these mom chats in Hong Kong, which have been a lifesaver. If anybody is listening who needs support um, or just so much information, get one of these links. It's been a lifesaver. But I've even been seeing that uh, the husbands aren't allowed in C-sections. I think in Queen Mary now they are um, allowed in scheduled C-sections, but all other C-sections they're not allowed in. But everything's changing daily. So that's the other thing. Like Information is just changing and protocols are changing daily. Um, I know that vaccinations haven't made any difference yet. So it's just one of those things just adds on to the angst of it because there's also so much else going on other than just trying to give birth, but I'm not there yet. (laughs) And how have you found the public system so far? 
Um, the, the public system. Well, I will honestly say, anybody's listening, the level of care is great. Um, healthcare, the level of care, the doctors, the thoroughness, um, everything. I don't have any qualms with that. Uh, the bedside manner is something to, uh, to write home about. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bedside manner was something to get used to, definitely. Um, their their bluntness or, I don't know, maybe the lack of heart or fuzziness feeling that you would like to get during this process. <laughs> <laughs> I've had, I've left many times in tears, especially in my intake, so um, I keep on getting told that, you know, I'm gaining way too much weight, that my back hurts because I'm too heavy, and I'm not. So <laughs> that has been one thing. Um, they couldn't get over the fact that I didn't plan my pregnancy and I wasn't fully aware of when I got pregnant. And especially with my past history, my periods weren't the most reliable and I was told how irresponsible I was. So you never want to hear that you're an irresponsible woman while carrying a child that you're already freaked out about, you know, with everything going on. So I've definitely had a lot of tears, um, a lot of angst, and it doesn't really help when before your next appointment, you're feeling really anxious. So I've had to take it with a grain of salt and just focus on what is good. But I've definitely, now I laugh. Now I think it's funny, but um, I'm not really sure how it's going to go in labor. Um, I went through the public system as well and I gave birth at Queen Mary. Yeah. So I totally feel you. Um, so I remember when I was in labor, I was in so much pain. I've been in labor for like 12 hours. It was like the early stages, but it's, you know, I was at that point where I was like, give me the epidural, you know? Mm -hmm. And this doctor came over. He looked like like he was 15. Yes. And he came over and he said, um, look, if this isn't real labor, you're going to be really embarrassed. <gasps> and I was like, say it to my face. Um, Jesus that's terrible did you get an epidural though or did you have to fight for it or what was your um I had to fight a little bit I had to do a bit of screaming also um my partner couldn't be with me um, yeah because they can only be with you when you go into the like the delivery ward but he said he could hear me screaming from outside mm -hmm. okay the room, um because <gasps> I was so angry <laughs> so he came in and he had to throw his weight around so that is a bit of advice that I would give is use your partner to your advantage get them you know on your side to get yes. whatever you need you know because you're you're in quite a vulnerable state you're in, you're yes. in pain you're, no, you're anxious that. and stuff but if you get your partner to you know make the yeah. demands and talk to the doctors then I think that really helps yeah no and I appreciate that and I've been learning as I go that you have to be very stern with what you want even when I transitioned into the maternity health clinic um I was low risk so I get to go to a you know the maternity clinic and I was like okay well I live in Wan Chai and I know the clinic is three minute walk from my house they were like oh well it's full you'll have to go to Apple Chow and I was like no <laughs> absolutely not 
no, no, no. Well, you have to go to Apple Chow. And I was like, I'm not leaving without an appointment in Wan Chai. I'm not traveling. Like, it's ridiculous. So I refused and I just sat in the waiting room <laughs> until they were like, oh, we found one for you in three and a half weeks. And I'm like, thank you. So I do, yeah, I have had experiences and I have heard also during labor that you have to be very stern and loud if you want to get what yeah. you want. Whereas I think in the private hospitals, you just like, what do you do? Do you ring a bell? I, I, just... th- I, I think they just have everyone just waiting for you. <laughs> um, yeah. No, because my, my, wife, my, wife, my wife's got um, outrageously good insurance. So we're, this one's, this one's going to, because the first two were born on, on, on public healthcare in the UK. So like big fan of the NHS, big fan of healthcare. But this time around, my wife's health insurance is, is fantastic. So we're, we've gone private all the way. And mm-hmm. it's like a world of difference. It's like, oh, wow. Like, you know, like you were saying at the beginning, ultra scan every time you go. It's almost like they just give you an ultra scan just as yeah. a souvenir for turning up. Yeah. Like, here's your little photograph of <laughs> the day out of the ultra scan. Um, but yeah, she's <laughs> got herself the, the, the private room at the Matilda. So uh, apparently phenomenal steaks and, and yeah. other Champagne menu. Champagne menu. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh. going to be... Yeah, the mimosa brunch. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I mean, so yeah, so I, 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 I don't know what the, the procedure will, but maybe in a couple of weeks, I'll definitely be able to in a few days, I'll be able to tell you how different it was compared to the NHS. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's certainly different. It's certainly different. Um, in terms of the food, I'm, I'm sure your friends have already told you like on the groups, but um, Queen Mary, they don't have a champagne menu. Really? Um, yeah, it's a shame that, and I, I would have thought they would, but so I, I was in for about a week, and I for my for my first baby, and I think I had congee, a boiled egg, and an orange for for every meal. Oh, I've seen the photos. Yeah, I've seen the photos. They, yeah. they haven't they haven't updated <laughs> since you've been there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, top tip: when I went in with my second, I ordered food in, so I would get like delivery food like dropped off to me so i would definitely recommend doing that amazing so like so so in terms of uh the, the run-up now are you ready mentally in terms of what it's going to be like when this thing finally arrives <laughs> you're so funny um mentally prepared absolutely not <laughs> no we just started to prepare our house so we are physically trying to get ready in our house. We just redid the second bedroom and got a baby dresser. And we are every week chipping something away because I would like everything done before 36 weeks and two week grace period. So that's beginning of May. Baby names. That is the hottest topic. We were using the baby name app. Oh, yeah. What does the baby name app do other than have a list of names? Like, like, how does how's it, how's it work? Like, what's, what's so it? it's what's kind of fun because it's kind of like Tinder. If you've ever been on, not that I've ever been on Tinder, <laughs> but you, you swipe left and you swipe right. And then you can match it to your partner's phone. And so it keeps a catalog. Um, and so you can see if any of your names matches. But it's kind of one of those things that you can sit on the couch and you're just like left so right. <laughs> what what is it called? Yeah. yeah. Baby Name Together. Baby Name Together. Yeah. Um well Kiyoko, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope the rest of the pregnancy is without a hitch. Thanks um, for having me. I hope the birth goes amazing and would love to get you back on when you've had the baby. Yeah. You can hear all about your experience. Well, thank you. It was wonderful coming on and also just listening to your journeys as well. It gives me 
gives me strength. I love it. So thank you so much for having me. And I would love to give you an update on how, um, how perfect my labor goes. I'm manifesting a very calm, <laughs> perfect, quick birth. So I'll definitely let you know how it goes. Good luck. Awesome. Thank Thanks. you so much. So we'll be back in episode two talking about all things parenting and all the fun stuff that goes with it. Genuinely impressed with A, how much I've learned in this episode. Yeah. Actually, that's what I'm impressed with. I'm also <laughs> impressed with how much you've learned this episode. <laughs> no, it's been fun, Justine. It's been a lot of fun. So you can find us on Instagram at HK Parenting Club. If you've got any funny stories or questions about parenting in Hong Kong, please send us a voice note on WhatsApp. And our number is... 9121-4084. So please rate, review, and follow if you've enjoyed this podcast, which I'm sure you have. Have, yeah. you, have you, Bev? I've, I've loved it. Yeah. Every, every moment of this bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's been, no, genuinely. I, I, I know I've got a naturally sarcastic voice. <laughs> yeah. no, I've genuinely enjoyed it. It's been a lot of fun. And I cannot wait to have our chat in episode two. Yeah, that sounded more sarcastic. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> Parenting Club. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else custom spray five and one only from rustoleum imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowl and branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96 percent replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus get 15 percent off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.